to a special royal edition of the Crass Podcast. I'm Paul Austin. And I'm George Walsh. And today we're going to be talking about all things royal, because we're recording this on the day of the royal wedding. So what have you got uh, in terms of, I don't know, royalty material, George? Well, this is the first I've heard about this being a sort of royalty special. I'm sh- oh, I'm sure so... I meant... Well, I'm, I'm sure I mentioned it to you, and to be honest, I was hoping you'd have something, because I've got, I've got nothing, I've got fuck all. So what you've done is you've... You've sprung an idea on me at the last minute. Yeah. Um, an idea for which you've got nothing. Yeah. And I'm supposed to rescue this, am I? All right, sorry. We, yeah. Tell you what, we'll forget, tell you what let's, let's pack in the Royal Special. We'll forget about that. Yeah. It'll just be a regular, normal, uh, generic episode of Crass then. I mean, I can, I can attempt some Royal Wedding <laughs> observational comedy, if you like. Oh, go on then. Did you see that <laughs> reverend, that American reverend? Oh, he was mad, wasn't he? <laughs> That's good stuff, George. That's good. I think that'll be enough, though. Let's shall we leave it there? We'll we'll move on to Paul's question time. Paul's question time. Paul's question time. Nice, good. Slightly more contracted jingle this time. I think yeah. that's better. Um, concise. Yeah. Oh, fuck, what am I doing? Oh, the question, yeah. Sorry, I was so swept up in the jingle that I forgot to read my question. George! Yeah? Paul's question time. What is your plan of action when you're home alone for a night? My plan of action? Yeah, so what sort of... When you, when, you know, when your parents have gone out and you've got the home all to yourself for the whole night, what do you do? What's your plan of action? Right, so... Um, hot bath... Yeah, good one. Um, come downstairs, uh, get some biscuits. Oh, lovely. What biscuits do you um, get? If I can, chocolate caramel digestives. Oh, I've, we've already uh, spoken about how good those are on the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, hot bath, mm-hmm. biscuits. Oh, no, um, lovely. And then either Seinfeld mm-hmm. or um, a James Bond film. To oh. Unwind. oh, fucking hell. Oh, don't fucking huff and puff. I thought we got, I don't know, I thought we'd got rid, I thought we'd ended the James Bond mentions, but now he has, has well, to bring well, that one out of the closet. <laughs> right. You asked Sorry, you I, asked. sorry, no, carry on. Now, sorry, I was, that was rude of me. Now carry I'm on. telling you, there's a problem. So, what do you want from me? No, it's fine. No, it's go, fine. no. No, it's fine. It's so, fine. Carry on. So what either, do you do after you watch the Bond film? Okay, either a sitcom, a film, um, yeah. A TV series, a couple of episodes of that. Jesus, watch anything. Um, or a bit of music. Oh, what and sort just, of music? Well, Russ Abbott. No, of course, of course not. <laughs> All right, just one. I don't know, Beatles, Bowie, uh, okay. Miles Davis, Brian Eno, Kate Bush. Yeah, something like that. Fella, Abba. Fair uh, enough. Whatever. Um, yeah. All good. All good bands. <laughs> Yeah. Anything else? No. no. I just go mental. I just walk around my house, like talking to myself until about four a.m. That's all <laughs> I do. I go, oh great! It's home alone, and I can just talk to myself. 
Yeah. Sometimes pretend I'm on the podcast, but I'm ad- I I do like your voice. I say, <laughs> oh, oh, e Paul, you you're so good on the podcast, and you're so you, you I love the material you provide. <laughs> right, number one, that sounds nothing like. We'll me. move on from that. We'll move on from that. I've I did have uh, something prepared for today. Uh, funnily enough, a return of the Lonely Hearts Club, but it was shit, George. It was yeah. really shit. So I thought, oh, I can't do this. Last last night, I thought I can't do this. I've got to prepare something. So that, the thing is, that's that has left me with nothing. That has left me with absolutely nothing. I've got no material apart from uh, one thing which I came up with this morning, which is I've drawn. <laughs> this isn't even a feature. Um, <laughs> I've drawn some pictures. And during the podcast, um, at random moments, I'm going to turn my Skype camera on and show you the picture and see if they make you laugh, okay? okay. And the other thing is, I've prepared... Well, I haven't prepared anything. I've had an idea for a great grand finale for this show that's going to test our improvisational skills. What do you think of that, George? Uh, uh, Fills me with uh, fear. You don't sound that impressed, but you know when we come to it, you, you'll see it's going to be yeah. great. Yeah, prove okay, me wrong. Shall we? Uh, yeah, moving on. Let's smack it, let's quench it, taste it, and good, but some cool talking, high, walking fast, living, ever giving cool fizzing crass. So, Paul, last week, if you remember, we uh, spoke about Jeremy Vine and his. I do remember. Yes. Absurd. What makes us human? <laughs> uh, yeah. Jingle. Well, the feature in itself sounds a bit absurd, but specifically mm. that ludicrous jingle, uh, which goes oh, something yeah. like this. I am not an animal! Man. Um, but last week, after playing that jingle, you suggested perhaps that I could um, attempt to, I did. to do my I, own I did. To be honest... I didn't really think about the amount of work you'd have to do. It just sort of popped out. Like all things I say, I didn't, I didn't process it. I, didn't, I don't have a filter or anything, so I just said it without thinking about all the work you'd have to do to uh, make it. You didn't have to. Uh, you didn't have to make it. Well, um, I did. I uh, <laughs> spent a little bit of time. Oh, well, that's good. And uh, <laughs> I've come up with a jingle. I don't really know what the theme for this jingle is. Um, where the other one was what makes us human. It's got no this feature is, or anything. No, this one's sort of just a jingle that okay. summarises oh. a couple of events and important sort of speeches right. from the past sort of 60 to 70 years. Kay. So it doesn't really Brilliant. mean anything. But <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> so it's perfect for crass. Yeah. Also, I was just, just before I play that, I was just diving through my uh, radio archives that I've... Mm-hmm. That I've accrued over the years. And, such a fucking nerd. Um, I have an interview with Brian Eno that Jeremy Vine did oh, from yes. about a year ago for a feature called What Makes Us Human. And I press oh. play and it's got that ridiculous jingle at the start of it. <laughs> Brian Eno's been roped into this ludicrous... Blimey. Did you include Brian Eno in any of, of your jingle that you've made? Brian Eno doesn't feature, no, unfortunately. Because oh. I have respect well, for him, probably. so I don't really want to sort of drag yeah. him into this sort of cacophony of nonsense <laughs> yeah. which I've prepared. Well, I mean, let's let's not put it off any further. Let's play that jingle. Fight on the 
creatures. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. The ladies not for turning. <laughs> Loves you, baby. You're beautiful. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Joan, for four thousand pounds, the chase is on. <laughs> Change has come to America. Dear oh dear, dear oh dear, oh dear. You may trod me in the very dirt. But still, like dust, I'll rise. People have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. Three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown. Stephen, you're fired. <laughs> Brilliant. That is, George, that is a work of art. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Jeremy Vine had included an extract from the chase in this. <laughs> That's the bit that got me. <laughs> but brilliant. I love the whole thing. We've got to, we can't think of some, again, although again, it's very long. <laughs> so I'm not sure how often we'll get to use it. You said um, you wanted long, overblown, overdramatic nonsense. And it, and it did not, and it did not disappoint. Well, I'm, I'm certainly is. It was worth my time putting that together. It, it absolutely did not disappoint. It was honestly, it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I should probably tell you that Paul is holding up a drawing, uh, <laughs> labelled EastEnders Space Year 2051. And it's got a sort of picture of Phil Mitchell with a with a ray gun, and Pat Butcher uh, with massive earrings. Also, uh, yeah, um, Phil's got three arms. Yes, and loads of fingers. That's what makes it futuristic. <laughs> it's good that though, isn't it? Could, it's ridiculous, uh, is what it is. I'll put that on the Twitter. I'll put that one on the Twitter. Yeah. Good idea. Anyway, do you want to carry on with your Jeremy Vine? There? Well, I suppose the point of my absurd jingle mm -hmm. there and the yes. point of playing his absurd jingle last week is to sort of highlight how ridiculous Jeremy Vine's Radio 2 show is <laughs> it's two hours of absolute nonsense it's all over the place and I, I quite like he's Jeremy a, Vine you know I don't want to he's a very he's an odd stick. figure though I remember him he's frequently got people like Katie Hopkins on his show yeah from what I or used to I don't know if he does now well, I've got Maybe that's... I've got here a few things to run through. Um, okay. One is uh, an extract from his show, and then I want to go okay. through uh, how his shows appear on iPlayer because that's interesting as well. But first, oh, I'm, right. I'm going to play you an extract from his show. Uh, it's a okay. little bit long, but uh, I'll <laughs> you know. Fucking hell! <laughs> Everything we play is long. Yeah, just. <laughs> Just listen no to No wonder it. we've increased the runtime from about 30 minutes to 45. What I want to do, I want to play a little clip. Uh, it is a little yeah. bit long, 
but I think you need the context to really emphasize okay. what's going on. I just want to play this and pose a question, something to consider. What mm -hmm. is Jeremy Vine playing at? Um, the number of times we hear those words, I can't leave because... Actually, you know, marriage throws all sorts of trials and tribulations at us and it can be very tough, but clearly a lot of those challenges aren't worth leaving for. Thank you very much, Barbara. We're talking about staying in an unhappy marriage. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Is this the one you mentioned? This is the one you mentioned last week, isn't it? What is he doing? <laughs> the timing of it. It's like instant. And it doesn't have. Because yeah. obviously, Sledgehammer has the. I don't know, maybe the radio edit is different. But the one I'm used to, it has the kind of. <laughs> bit at the beginning. Yeah, so it kind of has a sort of slow build. Not there, no. Straight into Sledgehammer. <laughs> and you instantly recognise it's Sledgehammer. Bad choice. He must be, maybe he's doing it on purpose. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. The other thing, though, <laughs> and I didn't mention this, um, maybe because I was too busy laughing when I heard that yeah, go out yeah, yeah. on air, but he sort of does it again at the end of the song. Right. But, again, what is he playing at? Peter Gabriel on Radio 2, we are talking in a few minutes' time about the choice when a, a child is critically ill. Who, in the end, decides what happens to their life, the doctors or the parents? What is he doing? God. Oh, God. What is he doing? <laughs> this is the problem when you try and discuss serious issues on Radio 2. And then let's play... Surely this is just an inbuilt problem. Because everything they play on Radio 2 is like that. I know, but... Not everyone on Radio 2 talks about, you know, terminally ill children and divorce, do they? they just, that is the, that's the issue. That they is usually the issue. just I don't play the song. <laughs> I don't yeah. notice this. Sometimes, occasionally, I've listened to Graham Norton's show when he's, like, he's getting listener problems. But they're all a bit lighter. They're all a bit like... Um, Someone's burned a jam sponge or something like that. Yeah, or my neighbours stole me knickers or whatever. Yeah. And it's, called, it's kind of upbeat. But that is, yeah, that's heavy stuff. And to segue into Sledgehammer... <laughs> or Dolly Parton last it's week. It's kind of... <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, at, least that's a sad, at least that's a kind of maudlin song, I suppose. Yeah, but, I mean, it's ridiculous to go from that heavy-duty jingle into Jolene, don't you think? Oh, yeah, of course, that was what happened. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that... It's, he must be doing it on purpose. If Mate. you swap those around... Oh, no, even if you swap those around, it'd be insane. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Vine. Bored. You're right, what is he playing at? The final sort of point to make in this sort of trilogy of what is he playing at points yeah. is uh, how the episodes appear on iPlayer. On iPlayer, they're given names that reflect the themes that he discusses. Right, OK. So... Um, for instance, on the 17th of April, the Jeremy Vine show was titled Blocked Bogs and Nudity. <laughs> right, okay. I'm, I've got some others here. Blocked Bogs and Nudity. They're all Weird. real, by the way. Right. Corgis and Suction. <laughs> Plastic Straws and Dale Winton. Oh, Fancy oh, Dress Dale. and Anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Royal babies and fly tipping. He must be doing it on purpose. He must. Same sex couples and vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amber Rudd and inappropriate laughter. <laughs> yeah. Flat earthers and fish tanks. Flat earthers. That's a good one. Sex and cheating. They go hand in hand. You see those. Sex two. and cheating. That though, works. Now, now that seems too normal. Yeah. He's going for kind of um, opposing uh, sort of themes in one title. In one title. Or yeah. opposing topics, sex and what was it again? Sex and cheating. That was sex two and work. cheating. That's those are those are two. They work, but when the rest of the, the well, sort of the title format is two things that oppose, when you get two that don't, it doesn't work. Well, don't worry, because the next day he did cancer and restaurants. <laughs> He's, what is he playing at? Marxists and royal weddings. Right. Army instructors and sunshine. Okay, yeah. Wet wipes and nuclear deals. <laughs> Grammar schools and dead cows. <laughs> well, now, I mean, <laughs> this is what we're going to have to do on the podcast then, at least for this episode. <laughs> we're going to have to call the episode something like this. <laughs> yeah. Boozy holidays and inflamed brains. Oh, Jesus. And, uh... One that's a good candidate for my personal favourite. Amputations and gambling. <laughs> what is he doing? What is he doing? Maybe oh, he's just got a very weird sort of sense of humour. Maybe. I really do Maybe like Maybe this is him. meant to be funny. I really like him, but what are you playing <laughs> at, mate? The jingles like that, going from serious topics into light, frothy pop songs. You know, <laughs> having episode topics as broad as Plastic Straws and Dale Winton. What are you doing? <laughs> Get in touch, Vine. Yeah. We want you on the show. You can email us, Jeremy, at uh, <laughs> crasspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and on Twitter, at the Crass Podcast. Good, good one, George. Well done. Right, well, I think now it's time to move on to our popular new feature. All the emails we get going about how great a feature this is. <laughs> It's yep. uh, the Crash Channel Ferry. <laughs> That's the best one yet. <laughs> now, listeners, if you couldn't work it out from um, that uh, brilliant jingle, uh, and actually, if if you if you didn't have to work it out, uh, you may have known already because we meant we decided on the. Uh, topic of this week's Crash Channel uh, on our live stream we do on our YouTube channel. Yeah, we live streamed uh, a way out, and we yeah. decided on the topic uh, this week live on air. Yeah, so you can you can you can go and watch us every Friday uh, streaming video games badly at about seven o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> badly, really badly. So, yeah, <laughs> as we've alluded to, the topic is late night mm-hmm. channel 4 experiment shows now Brilliant. channel 4 what a disappointment you turned out to be <laughs> you started oh come on now on november 2nd 1982 as an exciting new alternative to the bbc and to itv yet 36 years later you are nothing more than a crumbling citadel for noel edmonds climate change denial festering cox and come dine with me <laughs> Mmm, festering cocks. It is. Have, so, you ever, have you ever watched Channel 4 in, in the last sort of eight to ten years? Admittedly, well, in the last, prob- uh, presumably. You know, I don't watch that much television live. Yeah. So 
Uh, what have I watched? I like there's they do there's this zoo program that they have on called mm. the Secret Life of the Zoo that I quite like, and that is it. That's all I watch on Channel Four. Yeah. So it's Channel Four experimental television, like Sex Box. Um, yeah. Can you think of any others they've done? Naked Attraction, I guess, counts. It's mostly kind of yeah, that sort of cobbler. Yeah, mostly kind of rude sort of balls out, literally television. Yeah, mostly. So who goes first? You've gone first the last two, so shall I go first this time? Yeah, you go first. Right, so once again, uh, I spent about a week trying to come up with something. <laughs> yeah. I've been th- and I tried to come up with, like, extreme experimental television. And everything I came up with, even everything, every single glimmer of an idea even, just seemed so normal. And like Channel Four, it's it, yeah. Channel Four would just do that. Yeah. It's not like it's not it's not funny. It's just what they would do. Mm. So I thought yesterday. <laughs> okay, let's go a different direction, a totally different direction, a brand new experiment for Channel Four, a season of really nice television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea. So, I actually came up with ten TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> Ten TV shows in a season of nice television. Yeah. Okay. So, so first of all, these aren't numbered really. They're not in an order. They're just in the order I came up with them. <laughs> so the first one is check out that view. These are all working titles. Yeah. Um, which is a one. Check out that view is a one-hour show compiling the best views in the world, shot in standard definition so as not to overload the senses of the viewer. Uh, <laughs> There's no presenter or narrator, there's no dialogue at all, it's just lots of beautiful shots of views around the world. Um, the, the closest thing I can think of, do you remember they did, um, around sort of Christmas time, BBC4 used to do like, um, yeah, they did what were they a, called? Well, the, I remember it wasn't around Christmas, but they did one which was sort of bus journeys and train journeys, yeah. and it was just sort of a shot of the window and you just see yeah it's got the yeah, it's got a name hasn't it it's got a name that sort of television well i, I what it is it doesn't i don't know if it quite fits but i came up with an idea around the same time as that okay called ambient filmmaking which was to sort of make yes, these yeah. steady shots of just a scene and i like that, that idea out. and i'd sort of just never got back to it because uh, bbc4 did it i just thought <laughs> stole your thunder i think it's yeah. a nice idea i like it Maybe if yeah. Channel 4 picks up on my season of nice television, they'll, yeah. um, m- they might hire you to do some direction. Anyway, we'll move well, on from check out that When they hear my ideas, they might hire me. <laughs> oh, yeah, OK, good point. Next up, it's A History of Interesting Things, uh, which is a 45-minute show about toys and memorabilia. Yeah. But instead of being hosted by some prick like James May, it's hosted by Tim from the Grand Illusions YouTube channel. That's a really good shout. Love. Brilliant YouTube channel. Love Grand and he's a really nice old fella who has like loads of interesting toys. Oh, I've just realised we didn't actually say what our YouTube channel was called. <laughs> we Once said again. we did streams there, but we didn't actually say <laughs> it's Crass TV. Yeah. Okay, and there's an exclamation mark after Crass. That's just search for that. Right, anyway, um, Based so Tim shows off intriguing items from his collection. He speaks to experts, takes us around toy expos and conventions and stuff. And there's no E4 cunts with regional accents going, Oh, space hoppers were great. Do you remember Lego? Oh, fuck it. There's none of that shit. Is that Nick Grimshaw? <laughs> it, was, it was a kind of amalgam of all those sort of twats. Yeah, anyway, the next show is called Michael Palin Gives It All Up. 
which is pretty sort of self-explanatory. It's Michael Palin, and he's dancing to Casey and the Sunshine Band for half an hour. Fair enough. Because it's, impos- it's impossible to be uh, unhappy when you're, A, watching Michael Palin, and B, listening to Casey and the Sunshine Band. Right, at this point, George, uh, I've I run out of ideas for original TV shows... <laughs> Original, uh, and so I just looked at a list of Channel Four shows and slightly adapted them. Okay. <laughs> so next up, it's the Great British Bake Off Nan Edition. Uh, a single camera is set up in a kitchen belonging to somebody's nan. She bakes a cake and makes a jelly. <laughs> uh, you don't really bake a jelly, though, do you? Well, she, I said makes a jelly. Yeah, but it's a baking program. Yeah, but it's yeah, but they make. Shut up. Next up. Sunday brunch. The two Egypts who usually host the Sunday morning <laughs> magazine show are replaced by Adam and Joe. Hey. The rest of the show is pretty much the same, but without the annoying laddish football shite. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent agree. <laughs> uh, next up, loose women. Right. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you're thinking it's an ITV show, but just go with it, okay? Uh, okay. Imagine they bought the rights. Channel Four have bought the rights to loose women. Yeah. Uh, the usual lineup of ITV Harridans is replaced by a lineup of women who I like: Alice Levine, Angela Scanlon, Karen Gillan, etc. I was going to bin this one, George, because let's be honest, it's kind of misogynistic. <laughs> but it's Channel Four, so I figured it was within the remit. Yeah, but you case. said you were going to do nice Channel Four shows. That is nice, you know, all the very nice women sort okay. of talking in a nice way. Okay. Have you got a problem with that? No, no. Thank you. Right, next it's come dine with me. Okay. Rather than the hateful dinner party competition it was before, I've retooled Come Die With Me as a kind of POV dinner party experience where you, the viewer, are invited to a lovely, relaxed dinner party with your celebrity friends, Alice Levine, Angela Scanlon, Karen Gillan, etc. <laughs> I'm noticing a theme. <laughs> to be honest, George, I think this list says more about me than it does about Channel 4. I think I uh, agree. Next up, 24 hours in police custody. Nigel Farage, Katie Hopkins and Jamie Oliver are arrested <laughs> under false charges and taken into police custody. <laughs> At the end of the show, they're found guilty, despite everyone knowing they aren't really. Nice then, programs. <laughs> they're then, they are then sent to Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Channel 4, the public service broadcaster. <laughs> Next up. Next up, the penultimate uh, show, 24 Hours in A&E. Nigel Farage, Katie Hopkins and Jamie <laughs> Oliver are hit in the head with blunt objects. They then uh, spend the next 24 hours in A&E, just the waiting room they never actually get treated. Viewers so, vote on which one they think will die of their injuries. <laughs> so, if it's a programme um, that's sort of a nice experience, you're getting Alice Levine, Angela Scanlon... <laughs> Uh, Karen Gillan, etc. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. it's a program in which horrible things happen, you're getting Nigel Farage, Katie yes. Hopkins, Jamie Oliver. The worst people in Britain. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And then last of all, Countdown. Right. Uh, I'll just read this quick. George is on Countdown. He can't think of any words except B, and all his calculations are wrong during the numbers round. Okay, so that's the end of <laughs> my season of, of nice television for me. <laughs> Yeah, nice television for you is the key, not. Well, nice okay. Television. Well, I'm writing it, aren't I? So I'm be- there's bound to be a little bit of bias. Why am I? Why am I doing badly on Countdown? I do all it's right just, on it's Countdown. It's nice television, isn't it? What? It's nice TV watching me do badly at Countdown. It's enjoy. Okay, it's funny. It's fun. To- it's good television then. It's just good. Oh, I can't do maths. 
Anyway, so, what's your your brilliant idea? Right. Well, I so I really struggled to develop one single okay. idea, like you did. I, I sort yeah. of thought. Mm. But I'm going to share with you a few ideas. Um, brilliant. Most of which are self-explanatory. But if you want to ask me anything about them, don't hesitate. <laughs> okay, okay, I won't. We've got, and again. I'm just keeping in line with Channel 4's existing remit. I'm not trying to of course, that's fine. change their image. Let's just go with what they're already doing. Uh, <laughs> so we've got uh, the great celebrity wank-off. <laughs> yep. Davina McCall hosts the wacky late-night game show where contestants compete for cash to bring D to Z-list celebrities to the point of <laughs> orgasm. There's £6,000 up for grabs if you can pull off Noel Edmonds before your rivals bring Paul Ross or Chris off Eggheads to realms of sexual ecstasy. Oh, God. Oh, oh I can so imagine that. Bonus cash <laughs> is available for furthest cum shot, loudest moan, oh, etc. Brilliant. So, yeah. yeah. That's, that's my I, do you know what, I don't have any questions. I, I can so... It's so vivid, I can completely imagine it. I'm imagining the set a bit like... Maybe it's because it's the Dina, Davina McCall thing, but I can imagine it exactly like the million-pound drop. Yeah. Well, the, the <sighs> £100,000 drop now, they've uh, cut the budget, haven't they? Have they? I yeah. didn't... Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. OK, so my second idea... Yeah. And... This is just once that first idea has really taken off and bedded in and found its audience. Yeah, as it will very quickly, I'm sure. Yeah, of course it will. Eight out of ten cats does the great celebrity wank off. <laughs> right? So. Perfect. See above is what I've written here. <laughs> Only instead of members of the public wanking off the stars, Joe Wilkinson does so instead. <laughs> Whilst Jimmy Carr stands in a corner going <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, good. So, again, <sighs> you can probably picture that quite vividly as well. Totally, I can completely picture it. <laughs> Next idea does deviate from the uh, the explicit okay. sexual content. Yeah, that's uh, into fine. something rather more different, but still nonetheless <laughs> cruel and grim. Bullying yeah. live. <laughs> Bullying like brilliant. Anna Richardson invites members of the studio audience to bully children live on air. Yep. They're judged by a panel of Z-list celebrities and the winner gets £500 plus a jester's hat. A jester's hat? Great. Brilliant. An extra little... Yeah, that could be like... That becomes like a a, a mascot, I guess, or a recognisable yeah. uh, prop from the show. Then you can use in marketing. Brilliant. There's a segment where they catch up with the progress of children who have been bullied on the show. And yeah. if they uh, develop eating disorders or self-harm, the bully gets even more cash. Oh, my God. There's also... Man, that is, that is heavy. There's also a rapid-fire phone-in round where two home viewers call in to try and bully each other against the clock. <laughs> that, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> That's my favourite aspect of this show so far. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then finally, um, you know, Channel 4... I think Channel 4 News is often looked at as being sort of rubbish, isn't it? And not very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And it's also it's competing too hard with the big boys, like, you know, yeah. BBC News. And even I would include ITV and Sky in the sort of mm. big boys, even though ITV and Sky are rubbish. 
you know. <laughs> yeah. So they need to make themselves seem more serious and more, maybe even more woke than the other okay, channels. Okay, yes. So I introduce to you Shitfest, which is like <laughs> Question Time, only the panellists have to throw pig shit at each other for 40 minutes. And Great, that's, I love uh, it. Moderated by Matt Edmondson as well. <laughs> Yeah, I think I can. Do you know, I can so clearly see all of these shows being reality. <laughs> so those are my ideas. They're brilliant. I think. Do you know? Together, we've come up with pretty much an entire channel. Yeah. <laughs> we've got enough shows to fill up a sort of a daily uh, channel listing. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's a very successful. What else can you hope for uh, oh. from a successful crass channel? Uh, Edition. That doesn't work. No. Shall we have the jingle again? Yeah, put the jingle on. All aboard! Tell you something else. I would definitely bring back that ident. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, they haven't had a well, single anything as good as that no. since. Well, have you seen the, the current ones with that big robot thing? Of course I fucking haven't. No, what's that What's the, that all about? Right, the current ones have this big metal robot thing that's made up of all of the segments of the number four that they use. Right, OK. But it actually wails that four-note theme. Oh. It took me ages to actually figure out. <laughs> da, 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 oh, it's not da. that clear, then. No, okay. it's like... <laughs> like that. And then it says, you... all aboard. All aboard. Yeah, put Channel 4 on just as it's about to change into right. a new programme. You don't have to watch it for very long, and you'll see the sort of rubbish items okay. that you've got with robots and stuff. I'll do that. I'll have a look. Yeah. Anyway. Right, George. Yep. I've got nothing for this, so uh, it's time for me to telly... Oh, no, it's shit. Not. <laughs> right, George. Basically, it's telling me what you've been watching this week. Well, no, all you had to me. do was say it's time... time for you to tell me what you've been watching. This yeah, week. No, I don't know what I did there. Right. I, d- I lost confidence in it. No, we'll just say that that bit. Oh, okay. I thought you. Okay. Right. I mean, I've got nothing for this, but George, it's time for you to tell me what you've been watching this week. Telling me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the um, the telly. Well, if you want, if you want the opposite of that, I can tell you what I've not been watching this week. <laughs> sure. Which isn't in the spirit of the feature, but there we go. So yeah. I'll tell you what I've not been watching: Forbidden History on the, right. the Yesterday Channel, right? Okay. Which is a series, and each week it changes its focus. Um, yeah. But this specific episode, uh, the Dark Truths of the Templars. Hear about the Templars in a very different light. Jamie Theakston disputes the orthodox beliefs of the Catholic <laughs> order that angered much of Europe. Who cares what Jamie Theakston in... thinks? <laughs> He's an expert in Templars. He's a proper He's... wet lettuce is what he is. <laughs> Jamie fucking... Jamie yeah. Theakston. I forgot all about Twat. Jamie Theakston. I had no I idea he still existed. I still, I'd really love to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> So, yeah, I think we're done with that now. Play the jingle again. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Telling me what you've been watching this week. 
You tell them you saw it on the, um, the telly. Right, George, it's time to... I mean, we've been going now for about 54 minutes. Obviously, that'll be trimmed down. Yeah. But we're now only just getting to my uh, unscripted oh, uh, <laughs> grand finale. So, basically, what I think we should do is try and... Because improv comedy is... I mean, it's not popular and it's not that good. But I think, you know, we could well, we could try some out. We might We might hit gold. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going <laughs> to... This is so professional. I'm going to turn my phone on. Oh, see, what I've done here uh, is I've turned my phone off of airplane mode and I'm now getting all my notifications through because I'm going to search the internet for improv <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, there might be some dead air here, George, so if you want to stick the jingle in. There is some dead air, some dead air, some dead air, some dead air. There is dead air. Improvisation scenarios. Okay. This is on a website called cloudcuckoo.co.uk. Okay. Uh, Simple scenarios or more ambitious scenarios? Simple. Okay, right. So what I want you to do, George, is pick a number between 1 and 15. 8. Okay, we've got to now count down the list. Put the dead air jingle in again. There is some dead air, some dead air, some dead air, some dead air. There is dead air. Right, okay. The scenario is having a photo taken. Now, problem is, I have no improv training, and I don't, I'm, I don't think you do either, George. So how do we go about this? Is this is it, isn't it? This is the problem. Is <laughs> Let's do, oh, let's do stuff about the royal no, wedding. I haven't planned anything. No, look, look, look. Let's it's do fine. improv. We just... I've not got any training. You right? Okay. There's a, okay. So it's fine. No, there's a photographer and there's uh, someone who's being photographed. So we've right. just basically pick who we want to be. Who do you want to be, George? I'll be the photographer. Right. Okay. I'll be the person being photographed. Okay. Right. How, the f- how do we start? Um... And now I've now we've got to try and be funny. Now that's the thing. We'd have to be funny. He's oh. improv comedy. Tony Slattery would be spinning in his grave now. <laughs> right, if okay. he was so indeed dead. This, the room we're in a big. We're in a photography studio. Right. Um, and I'm. I'm okay. Right. No, okay. no. It's school picture day. School picture day. Right. Good. Good idea. Right. Okay. So. Okay. I'll be this. I'll just be a. I'll be a first child who you're photographing. Photographic. Photographing. I'll be the first child who you're photographing who's not part of the scene but has to be there so that they can exit uh, to let the other one in, if you know what I mean. Yep. <laughs> right. There you are. Click. Yeah, I've taken the picture. <laughs> Great. I'll walk off now. And I'll be the other one. Next. Hiya. Hello. Sit down here, then. You ready for your photo? Pardon? You ready for your photo? Yeah. Right. And look straight into the lens, nice and happy. Which bit is the lens? It's in front of you, you cunt. (laughs) Right, that's it. I quit. I'm not being a school photographer. Right, I can't work with these amateurs. That went well, though, I think. I think, you know, up until the point where it went badly, it was pretty good. Pick a number between 1 and 15. 6. Put in the dead air jingle again. There is some dead air, some dead air, some dead air. Very simple, old, old fashioned, visiting the doctor. 
How can you go wrong with that? That is better, though. Okay. Do you want to be doctor or patient? Patient. You know, in another twist of irony. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. So you're in the waiting room. Uh, excuse me, is there a Mr. Fudge... <laughs> excuse me, is there a Mr. Fudge in the room? Mr. Fudge! Mr. That's you, you prick. I'm not Mr. Fudge, am I? No, I'm you, not Mr. You, Fudge. You can't say you're not Mr. Fudge. If I've said you're Mr. Fudge, we haven't, you have you to haven't, be Mr. Fudge. Yeah, but you haven't you, said I'm Mr. Fudge. You've just asked if no, there is a Mr. To, Fudge. Must, what? Oh, I'm just calling out some other person. This you is might me be. and you improving here. Right, in the last one, you played a kid who was there purely to leave, right? So <laughs> it's possible that... There are two doctors, and the other doctor wants Mr. Fudge. Why would I add that bit at the right, beginning? In improv. Why would I just right. have a random other patient? Right. Who'd in, in, who do you want to be? In improv, right, they would agree this bit beforehand, right? No, no, that's not how it works. you just you got to go with the flow with improv. They'd go, they don't right. agree it beforehand. I've seen Clive Anderson. One of them would go, right, you're Mr. Fudge, you're a patient, and the other one, you're a receptionist. And I just expected you to at least. assume that you were Mr. Fudge. Uh, well, no one told me to be Mr. Fudge, <sighs> did they? OK, well, look, forget Mr. Fudge. Who do you want to be? Just be, I'll just be George. I'll just be George. Oh, for fuck. Right, OK. Right, we're in the improv again. Hello, uh, Walsh? George? George Walsh? Yep, that's me. Come this way, sir. Thank Walking you. through the, uh, the waiting rooms now, passing a few doors. Ah! Ah! Walsh! Come in, my boy! Sit down! I'm the doctor, by the way. Hello, doctor. <laughs> what seems to be the problem? Well, I've, uh, been feeling quite under the weather lately. Sort of cold, flu sort okay. of symptoms. See, have you uh, have you been pa- how have you been passing solids? Yes, yes. Uh, Good. Every three days. And you've got no other sort of symptoms. No. No sort of amusing symptoms at all. Oh right, yeah, it's improv, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, every time I sneeze, mm-hmm. I throw my arms in the air and go. And I don't know. <laughs> don't know why I do that. Hmm. <laughs> that's very unusual. Um. I th- okay, what I think I'm going to have to do is, uh, if you open your mouth, just open your mouth, say ah. Hmm, uh, seems uh, okay down there. Very uh, small, very small back teeth, nurse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, close, close, close your mouth. <laughs> close your mouth. Ooh, but bless you. Um, now, uh, just, if you'd like to just drop your trousers. Oh, well, the just... other thing is, every time I touch my belt buckle... I go, hey, missus, and I can't help that either. <laughs> well, I'll join me to do it for you. Well, no, because every time someone else touches my belt buckle, I go, like that. Well, what's the problem with that? I don't just do so, it. Well, well, it's sort of a nervous reaction. That's so, fine, just take, can take you get, off, you get off the belt, nurse. get off the belt. I'm just going to undo the belt. touching the belt. I'm Stop just... it, I'll, I'll do it. Oh, missus. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, right. Um, and boxes as well. Take those oh, down. No, 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 I can't, I can't take off the boxes. What do you mean you can't? But whenever I take off the can't? boxes, I shit myself. <laughs> well, that's fine. Um, nurse, get a bucket. Get a bucket. <laughs> I haven't taken them down yet. Can we move on? This is a low. This is getting <laughs> tough. Well, 
Well, that's the end of the Crass Podcast today. But not, it's not the end of the Crass Podcast. I don't know about that. worded that bad. It's the end of the episode. It's the end of the episode. We're at a real low now. Um, you can find us on Twitter at the Crass Podcast. You can email us uh, by using crasspodcast.gmail.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter as uh, at Bumbledoon. That's Bumble, D-O-O-N. George, where can they find you on Twitter? At George Walsh. Right. That's George. Well, that's George with a J. J O R G E, not George. See you, listeners. Ta ta.